Yes. Who do you blame more <laughs> for the fiasco that was the New York football giants Wow! on Sunday night? You know, I thought they had that game. I uh, thought they looked wait a like minute. the better team they than Dallas. had that game. Yeah. That was a game that was given away. Yes. What do you mean? Just because uh, Eli Manning tells Jennings to not score a touchdown in two running plays and then inexplicably throws the ball through the back of the end zone, thus negating 40 seconds of <laughs> go time. And the Cowboys score a touchdown with what, two seconds to go? Not to mention, they could have just run it up the middle again on third down. Why not? And then run it up the, up the, up the middle again on fourth down. You either score or you give them the ball at the one at yard the line. the one yard line with no timeouts left. Instead, let's let's throw the ball and give Tony Romo, who you know doesn't have a history of doing it a lot, but he lately can, he can do it. He can do it. Come back and well, he actually has done a lot. He's just done a lot a lot of the negative in the fourth quarter too. Well, that was a few years ago. He hasn't been nearly as bad now as he was his first couple of years in the spot. Give him a minute and a half to come down, and you know you get what you deserve, I guess, right? Who do you blame, though? Do you blame? Okay. Here's the deal. I watched both of those running plays. I went back and watched them. And in, in both cases, I can say I'm not convinced that Rashad Jennings was going to score a touchdown anyway. Yeah. He got stone cold stopped twice. So it's all well and good that Eli told him that. If he did, well, I'll assume he did, because why would he say it if he did? Well, Eli said that he did. Okay. He came out and said that he did. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear that. So, But the thing was, he got stuffed on both of those plays anyway, so it's not, it didn't look like a case of him like having a chance to break through and then not doing it. Like, And even then, even if Eli tells you not to score, you go ahead and score anyway <laughs> if you have the opportunity to. Uh, sure, Eli, touchdown, <laughs> especially for all those Rashad Jennings uh, fantasy owners. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be one somewhere, right? Yeah. We got people starting Chris Polk in our league. We got people that are starting Rashad Jennings, I'm sure. But then inexcusable, Eli Manning not just taking the sack on third down, panicking and throwing the ball out the back of the end zone like a complete idiot. That was just horrible. That well, was horrible. What was your joke about that? What? Hi, I'm Eli Manning. Hi, and I don't know how to manage the clock, Eli Manning. I'm bad time management, Eli Manning. And I have cable. And I have cable. <laughs> I'd rather have bad stand-up comedian Eli Manning as my quarterback. What? <laughs> That's actually a really funny commercial. It is pretty funny. I don't even like Eli, but that was super good. Uh, yeah, th- it's inexcusable. It's almost as inexcusable as a different team that lost with the lead in the fourth quarter. They gave up 30 straight points. We'll talk about that in its time. But till then, hey, everybody. You are back, and it is episode 106 of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, there is so much football to talk right now. Isn't it exciting? Didn't you just get this feeling of joy? I'm smi- Look at me, Ray. I'm smiling. Not ear to ear because that's not possible. I don't think unless you're in the black hole sun video. Yeah, or Soundgarden. unless like the Joker cuts you. <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't. Don't happen. think you'd want that to happen yeah. either. <laughs> Although that'd be a good story to tell. What, dude? What happened? Oh, the Joker cut me. What? Yeah, fictional character, the Joker cut me. <laughs> dude, you got to tell me about that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It was just like um, he came to life and then he cut me and now he's not around anymore. It's actually not that good a story. Uh, it's a terrible story, but yeah. You might want to spice it up, you know. It's like then he said, "Why so serious?" Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's good. That's anyway, good. so um, week one, I was just sitting there, week one, uh, just watching football. Man, I watched football all day. Took the day off of work, mm-hmm. uh, unless you ask, unless you're my boss listening to this, in which case, I'm just getting over it. <laughs> you heard it right here first. Ray 
taking advantage of the government payouts. Government payouts. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, in any case, watch football all day. It was glorious. It was beautiful. And, you know, re- some results could have been better. Some were shocking. Some I told you about were still shocking. Yeah. Rams, anyone? <laughs> well, that wasn't surprising to me. I mean, week no. one, a lot of times those teams, uh, they're in the Super Bowl the other teams play really hard, and they lost at Los they Angeles. La- or they lost at Los Angeles. I'm already looking forward you're, to you're next a, year. Right? Wow, we're getting our season tickets now. <laughs> you heard it here first. They everybody. lost to the Ra- Brent has inside Look, information. I saw so many people in Los Angeles last week. Here's this little side story. Yes, wearing L.A. Rams jerseys and, sure. and having hats, saying like "Coming back, baby." So you can't blame me for saying L.A. Rams, but it was the St. Louis Rams, Whoa. in fact, that beat Seattle. Yeah. World champion. And you can't say it was a fluke because they were up most of the game. Seattle came back and tied it. No, what was really impressive about that, we'll get into it in yeah. time, but that St. Louis was up the whole game, blew the entire lead, and then came and back then came to back win. It was great. Yeah. It was wonderful. So we're going to be talking about all that. We're going to be talking about a little fantasy football. And we have Fear the Walking Dead to talk about. We're going to be talking about that after three seconds of Bon Jovi. one of the NFL is now in the books. Yes! We have, what have we learned, Brent? Not uh, a lot. <laughs> we learned a lot. We learned, we learned a lot, Kansas but we didn't City, learn a lot. Super Bowl bound, probably wow. after, probably changed my pick. We learned that uh, Indy, uh, maybe not as good as everybody thought they were. Boy, I, I'm on that bandwagon mm-hmm. right now. So the NFL season opens up with uh, New England versus Pittsburgh. New England wins 28-21. Do you have any thoughts about this? No, I mean, it would have been a different game if, if Le'Veon Bell played and... And Martavius Bryant was in there. I mean, honestly, the Patriots, to me, looked super vulnerable, despite the fact that Pittsburgh inexplicably overnight forgot how to cover Gronk. Gronk looked great. Uh, He looked hard to cover. Patriots defense has, you know, two new cornerbacks. Yeah, but they got Malcolm uh, Brown, Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Malcolm Butler, the uh, the Super Bowl hero, asked to play against uh, Antonio Brown all day and got ripped to well, shreds he was not a starter last year no he was not but it's just crazy that there's been so much turnover on that team that he's forced into being the number one cornerback sure purely on one play <laughs> that he played perfectly the year before in the biggest time of the of the entire season mm-hmm. but it maybe shows on a moment-to-moment basis he might not be that good yeah well a lot of people won't look good against antonio brown to be fair uh, I can't think of a whole heck of a lot of people. I mean, the, you, are you going to say the same thing about the guy who covered Gronk? Oh, they must not be that good. Well, well yes, Gronk I would. is a monster. I would say that only because it was like inside linebackers being shunted over because of uh, uh, shifts on the offensive line. And then all of a sudden the guy was, I remember the touchdown specifically, the, the linebackers like, here, here, we have to do something. I can't cover Gronk. And then two well, seconds later, whoop, touchdown, Gronk. There were, yeah, there was the one when nobody covered Gronk. Well, that was just embarrassing. Yeah. That's a breakdown of epic proportions. Like it was, it didn't seem like it was a seven point game. It looked like, it seemed like it was a blowout. It felt like they won by like three or four scores. And then you look at the final score, you're like, oh. Well, it was garbage touchdowns. That happens in football, you know. Yeah. They, they were never in the game. Didn't feel like they no, were. No. They weren't. What about Indianapolis and Buffalo? We just mentioned it a moment ago. Buffalo, Rex Ryan in his Buffalo hey. debut. Andrew Luck looks bad. Hey, Ray, Buffalo looks too strong. Too strong, Ray. With a capital K. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you got to give it up, man. You got to give it up to that team. That defense looks for real. And Tyrod Taylor, my boy. I still, Tyrod don't, I Taylor. still do not believe in Tyrod Taylor. Um, At some point this year, you're going to say, Brent, you were right. <laughs> He's terrible. It's almost as if Indianapolis's defense isn't very good. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and also their offensive, and their offensive line, also not that good. Newsflash. And then, oh, wow, we picked up a, a, a running back who was good. 
Don't we find this in sports, though? Store-bought teams tend not to do very well unless it's the Florida Marlins. Yeah. <laughs> Look at San Diego Padres this last year. Got all of us believing in them. This Colts team, there's a lot Detroit of... Tigers last year? Uh, well, they weren't a store-bought team. They were store-bought, I baby. David Price wasn't store-bought last year. At least they made the playoffs. But they weren't store-bought. He, well, he that was, was a late-season thing. That's like you and Johnny Cueto calling the Kansas City Royals store-bought because of... Quato store bought. Oh, okay, there it is. <laughs> you heard it here first. No, man, but it's like the Colts brought in all the Frank Gore and Andre Johnson, and nobody looked good. Yeah. Nobody looked good. Andre Johnson dropped a two point conversion pass. Just like, saying. Just dropped it. Green Bay over Chicago. Green Bay, I mean, they did score 31. Chicago's not that good, and they hung around for the entire game. Yeah, they're not game. that good. Uh, Green Bay has got some holes right now, too, but, the, you know. Better than the Colts, though. Yeah, I equated both teams about the same in that no defense. We'll see what happens with offensive line. But so far, the Bears the Bears are kind of trash, though, right? True that. Uh, okay, here we go. Your Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. Brian Hoyer benched after, what, one play? <laughs> he was not good. Chiefs D looked good, even with uh, a rookie starting at one side and a guy that was a rookie last year starting on the other side. And Sean Smith, like one of the top five graded out uh corners last year not playing and Don Terry Poe not playing until practice this week because of back surgery they look pretty good although you know what do we know Houston's offense is not very good Houston just didn't look good they looked a little discombobulated all over the place here's the deal JJ Watt still good though still the JV and Clowney not really <laughs> a factor nothing. yeah no. shockingly so I would say okay that's a game Kansas City I expected to win they went ahead I was and hoping it. they would win and I wasn't sure Ray because sure. you know you can go in last year we lost to Tennessee week one all road so. games are tough man especially with these like average teams you don't know what to expect from I'm expecting more hard knocks in that game than they got right wow uh Carolina over Jacksonville yep um who cares <laughs> nothing else to say about that one uh how about the New York Jets taking it to the Cleveland Browns Poor can Cleveland Jets, man. Johnny you, Manziel is your starter. Can you even brag about that win over the, the Browns, though, really? They were down early, though. I mean, they got Johnny Manziel hit a 54-yard touchdown pass because cor- nobody covered a dude. They got their quarterback knocked out of the game early, and they had to put in Johnny Manziel. Uh, the big the takeaway from that game is Chris Ivory looked great. Sure. That's my takeaway. Yeah. Cleveland's supposed to have a defense. Gave up 31 points to a team that isn't supposed to have an offense. I played Cleveland's defense this week against them. Yeah. Still got destroyed. Uh, my favorite game, St. Louis in overtime, beating Seattle Seahawks. You you know, you're slam down. You and Neil agreed last week. Slam down, Super Bowl pick, easily going to win the West. They will. They still will. They will still win the West. Well, not of my Arizona Cardinals, who beat the New Orleans Saints 31-19 and never was in when doubt Carson's, in that game. When Carson Palmer's head falls off, it'll all be up for grabs. And if it doesn't fall off? Uh, then they still won't have a running back, really. Well, not after Andre Ellington got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miami uh, goes on the road and beats a trash Washington team, but struggles through it. Yeah, they looked ugly. Uh, I still think they're going to be good. They did not look good, really, last week. Definitely some growing pains. Second half, they looked pretty good. Could we call that a store-bought team? I mean, to a point. Kind of, yeah. To a point, you know. uh, Definitely had some rough times. How about this? To me, the most unwatchable game of the entire day. Okay. Even more so than Mm -hmm. Carolina-Jacksonville. Detroit versus, oh. Baltimore and Denver. How dare you. Uh, that was a really boring game. No yeah. offensive touchdowns for Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning can't throw the ball anymore. Yeah. Uh, this Peyton Manning should have retired last year. Well, I'll believe that if he can't throw it against the Chiefs next week, because seemingly he always beats the Chiefs. I don't know that we've ever beat him, Kansas City. You were saying this earlier. KC must have beaten Denver and Peyton Manning. They didn't beat him. Oh, no, they lost both games last year, huh? I, we even had a home field against uh, – we had home field throughout in the playoffs one year, and Peyton Manning beat us. Peyton Manning, rough, until he has to play Tom Brady. <laughs> well, then, you know. 
Then all bets are off. Yep. Uh, another terrible game. Cincinnati whoops up on Oakland. I couldn't yeah. tell you a single thing that happened in that I game. I think that's the worst game because at least in the other game you could watch, you know, you could see if, if Peyton Manning was going to do something. The totals, uh, both teams average. Oh, by the way, right Baltimore, at- Terrell Suggs out for the year. That's going to hurt that team. Not good. I, you know, that hurts my pick of them winning that division. I would just say that Baltimore, you know, okay defense this year. Denver, okay defense this year. But both teams were held to right around 200 yards of total offense. Mm-hmm. That's a boring game to watch. It is boring. It's a lot of three and outs right there. Um, let's see. Up oh, your Detroit Lions played a game, had a big lead. They won one game, and then they lost it. They, they, they dominated one game and then got beat 30 to nothing in another game. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. Unfortunately, both games happened simultaneously. Ah, well. Yeah, I, I felt really good about that. I felt really, really good when it was 21-3 at one point. Amir Abdullah is for real. I will say this. I don't think San Diego's that good, but they we, are good at they are one of those good comeback teams. Definitely. As long as Phillip Rivers is there, they can make some stuff happen. The big key was Keenan Allen. Caught like 19 passes, and all of them were one yard in, you know, in behind the line of scrimmage in the middle of the field, where we inexplicably were giving Keenan Allen 10 yards of space on every play at like he deserves it. Like Keenan Allen was going to beat anybody deep. Right. Keenan freaking Allen was the guy who beat us. And that, that was the worst was on a, a third and 19 play that Keenan Allen caught a one yard dump pass in the middle and took it 22 yards or something for a first down. At that point, I'm like terrified. I'm like, I see where this one's going. Uh, I do think San Diego goes nine and seven again, and, and I really hope I was really kind of hoping Detroit would get that win, so I wouldn't have to hear that stat about the Lions not being able to beat a winning team on the road. Yeah, well, it's got to happen eventually, it's folks. A stat for a reason. Uh, yeah, because the team wasn't good for a while. Yeah, and that, that's how it happens. But you've been good, according to you, for like the last eight years. Well, last eight years? Yeah. The last three years. 18 years, that's what you 18 said. Years. 18 years. The last 18 years. You're always saying they made the playoffs the last 18 years. Who else has done that? Nobody. Just the just the Lions. Just the Detroit Red Wings. Okay, so you're saying the... three years. <laughs> three years they've been good. Okay. Three years they've been better. And I would say good. Yeah, you make the playoffs two times, that's pretty good. Well, and if they beat the Chiefs this year, it won't even count as a road win because they're playing in it's, – it's like a – what do they call it? It's well, one of those neutral site games. It'll count as a road win for whichever team wins. <laughs> be a neutral site <laughs> as win. As far as I'm concerned. Actually, that's a good point, though. If we yeah. beat the Chiefs in London, It'll be does neutral... that break the streak? No, because that's a neutral site game. It does. It doesn't. It's, it's your home game. Okay. Well, you're saying that the Chiefs are going to have a winning record. I picked them to win the West, Brent. How quickly we forget. Well, you were trolling Lee. No, trolling I honestly believe them. it because oh, really? I don't think this Denver team's very good. Wow. Okay. We talked about this literally a week All ago. Right. Well, you just said that San Diego's so good. They are, but they're not going to beat the Chiefs. Okay. <laughs> you guys are going to split with them. Uh, okay. Tennessee, Tampa Bay. Tennessee, uh, Tampa Bay. James Winston was terrible. How about the stat? Mariota looked good. Uh, both Mar- Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston both started their NFL career by throwing a touchdown pass to the Tennessee Titans. Kind of great. Um, look, I don't want to say I told you so, but I said that Jameis Winston wasn't going to be that good. Didn't I? I mean, I did say that. I didn't think he was going to be good. Well, if you're going to put that offensive line in front of him and that defense behind him, no one's going to look good. Uh, there was no offensive line problems on the play when he <laughs> threw a screen pass right. It looked like he threw and tried to put touch on it and put touch just so he could make it right to the... Right to the right Tennessee to the guy. Tennessee guy. Uh, what I would say right now is Lovey Smith, not known for developing quarterbacks. I'd, I'd be a little nervous about Jameis Winston, just his development going into the future. But he had Rex Gross... And <clears throat> no, he had Jay Cut... Yeah, uh, <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Dallas beats the Giants. We talked about that already. Oh, my goodness. We get our two Monday night games. Very exciting. That Atlanta-Philadelphia game was mm-hmm. mega, mega fun. Yeah, that team that you you and Neil both anointed last week. You anointed Philadelphia? them. 
You anointed them with oil, Ray. You anointed them as the champion. They have some some poop to work out. That mm-hmm. is for sure. Uh, Julio Jones going off though against the big key. The big shocker there was uh, Maxwell, the big uh, free agent cornerback that the uh, Eagles signed just for games like this to handle other teams' number ones. Mm-hmm. Big money contract got. He got torched yeah. by Julio. And Julio Jones is going to do that to people. But it was something special because it saved one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> but that's just me. I uh, uh, love it, though. I love it a lot. And here's the reason why I'll tell you why I love it. It's because me and you are in a suicide pool league. Right. And who did you take in this for week one? New England. And I took Miami. Mm-hmm. So we're both 1-0. We're both still alive. Yeah. Um, I noticed that one team in there <laughs> yes! picked, picked Philadelphia as yes! his suicide pick. And the name of that team was No Female Ghostbusters. Wow. So if you're going to be openly misogynistic in your picks and you take Philadelphia and you lose in week one, I call that sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. You know, just to, to also, Ray, there's 40 teams in our suicide pool. It's a lot. Four teams already lost a game. Yes, they did. Two now, people took you know, Seattle. I don't know if you, this is your first year in this league, uh, run by our buddy Phil Lander. Phil Lander, good who guy. used to be my you know, a web, web uh, series partner on Friendly Fire, look that up. Look that up on YouTube and then uh, do yourself a favor and don't watch it. Oh, no, it's great. And then, you know, you can also watch Phil Lander's phenomenal, phenomenal Phil. Do so we know Phil from the wrestling world? Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, anyway. Very, very talented it's, it's, guy, it's, it's very his, good it's guy. It's his suicide pool. And, uh, you know, we, we use Monopoly money, of course. This is not uh, for real money. Not for money. real money. For Monopoly money. It'd be weird. But if you get knocked out, those people can get, you can get up to three strikes. But next week they have to pay five more Monopoly dollars than they did this week. So, it, so it it's juiced, a full it, buy-in it of 20 juices, Monopoly dollars plus juices, five more dollars. It juices the pot. Yeah. Yikes. Thankfully, uh, I'm not going to have to worry about that. Yeah. Hopefully not. Got that going for me. Yep. Well, here's the deal. What, what, if you got, <laughs> what if you got far enough? And maybe after a certain number of weeks, you can't ten. do it. Week 10. 10 weeks. So how much money is it? That's tw- mm, How much Monopoly that's money 70, is that, Brent? 70 Monopoly dollars. Would you be willing to buy back in? No. Week 10, $70 of Monopoly. I mean, look, you're going to need that when you're playing Monopoly at my house later, eh? That's a good point. You want to bring as much Monopoly money as you can. <laughs> Are we talking around it enough? Can we? Yes. Okay. Uh, final game, San Francisco and Minnesota. Brent, explain to me what the F happened here. Minnesota, people are putting them in the mother effing Super Bowl. Uh, Some experts, quote unquote, they love Minnesota. I was they are not, hanging on their jock. I was not. And I was not Peterson either. did not look good. Their line did not look good. Teddy Bridgewater looked awful. He looked bad. Game. He looked he, bad. I don't know what happened. Because they looked pretty good in the preseason, but they looked terrible. In San Francisco, everyone was writing them off. And I did. Carlos Hyde looked good. Carlos Hyde can play, and it, and it kills me because he is a Buckeye. Yeah. <laughs> and I did take him it's, in one of my and fantasy. By the way, it's really the first time we've seen him in his career. Like, he looked pretty terrible last yeah. year. Well, he was behind Frank Gore, so he'd get a lot of kind of that garbage time and whatnot. But he still wouldn't get good yards in garbage time. He wouldn't. Uh, yeah. But uh, he looked he looked good. So is Minnesota that bad? I don't know. Is San Fran that good? Here's, I think they're in the middle. Here's the thing. The Lions play at Minnesota week two. We're going to find out real quick what's going on with that. Wow. Because that's two teams that are do not want to start 0-2. Here's the deal. If that was a winning team, I would say that you guys are going to win that game. And that could, break your, on, that could break your streak. Minnesota, 10-6, and 11-5 Super Bowl this year. That's what all the experts were saying. I actually will find it kind of hilarious if Detroit goes in there and wins next week and they're 0-2 after everyone saying they were going to be great. I'd be filled with joy. Yeah. Only because I know the Lions, personally, if we start 0-2, we then play the Broncos, then we play Seattle on the road. Yeah. It's the the schedule makers were not doing us There's any favors all these, to start it's like, the season. It's like it's meant for me to cheer for Detroit this year because you play all these teams that I don't like year week after yeah. week. 
And then we play KC and all that stuff. By the way, you, you blew it this week. I was cheering for you. You were winning. I was happy. Um, I go out to play some softball, come back. What? I had a big complaint with that because we got up 21-3 and it looked like everyone took their foot off the pedal mm-hmm. and everybody stopped being aggressive and everybody's like, okay, just coast it out and we win. That's not... As a Lions fan or as a Lions person in that organization, how do you possibly think that's how it works for the that Detroit is Lions? Not a po- that's, it never works that way for us. That's not how you win a game on the road. When have especially. we ever coasted a game on the road at home whenever where we just got up early and then just rode it to the end? Pittsburgh can do that. New England can do that. Detroit never does that. So it felt like Joe Lombardi was calling plays that were either like vanilla, vanilla bean, as in Joyke Bell runs up the middle for one, straight into the middle of the line, or some sort of weird gadget play where you've got three crossing routes and then you've got a wheel route on the right side that gets dumped off, and that goes for minus two yards. It was so frustrating watching that. It's just like, dude, just call some normal plays. What are you doing? Yeah, you have a guy named Megatron. Try like, using him. It's like they were ahead, and they're like, oh, let's try these cute plays so people can't get our real plays on film. I swear to God, I think that's what it was. Well, we can, we can go ahead and ease up now. This one's in the bag. No! <laughs> on both sides. All they needed was really one more touchdown, then yep. the game was kind of over. That was it. But that didn't happen. D- did not. Well, they got one more. They needed to. I'm saying one more. Like, if they go up 28-3, to three, I think the anywhere, game's over. Anywhere in the middle time. If they get a touchdown, it is yeah. over. So I, I'm optimistic, though. I really liked what I saw out of the team. I see the sparks. I see the potential. But I also see the same trappings of every Lions team, which means it's going to be another. <sighs> I'm going to have a heart attack this year, Brent. It's going to be another roller coaster Lions year where they're probably going to win more than they lose. But it, every game is going to be a, a nervous wreck. Your 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 division is going to be a bloodbath too. It's just like who's going to win that division? I don't know. After week one, after week one, I don't know. Yeah. Like here's the deal: Green Bay's the only team with a win so far. Yeah, which goes back to what I was saying about the for AF- most of that game. I thought Detroit looked like the best team in your division. I agree. And then but... the third quarter happened. Yeah. And then it ended. Yeah. Uh, what I would say though is, remember I said before about the AFC East maybe being the best division in all of football? Four zero. Yeah. All four teams won their opener. Granted, it's only because they didn't have to play against each other as well. Yeah, and they play a lot of them. The, the teams that you don't think are that good played at home, too. Uh, they did play a lot at home, but, I mean, Buffalo beat Indianapolis, which is a credible team. Yeah. New England beats Pittsburgh. That's a credible yeah. team. Home openers, though. Yeah. A lot of times you're going to win Absolutely. Those. And Pittsburgh was missing all those players. You know, and then uh, uh, Jets, they played Cleveland, which is a professional t- football organization. If the Jets lose that game, then, you know. Pack up the tents. A lot of people were picking over. the Browns to win that game, though. Yeah. A lot of people. Mm. A scary number of people were t- trying to actually tell me, no, nah, dude, Browns got this. Mm-hmm. So who had a worse first week? <laughs> Brian Hoyer or Josh McCown? <laughs> uh, Did they both lose their jobs? Former Browns I would say Brian Hoyer had a worse week because he actually played and, and played himself out of the job. Josh McCown got hurt. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah. So it's, we bring on Ryan Mallett and your boy. Johnny Manziel, he's uh, already back, Brent. How I, excited look, are you? You even paused for me. I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> I paused so you could do it. Yeah, you want to try again? I didn't. Nope. Oh back God. for yeah, Cleveland yeah. is Bernie Kozar. Bernie Kozar's shadow, Johnny Manziel. There you go. God, I'm excited for Johnny Manziel. But anyway, that's our football roundup for Week One. Who, who does Detroit have this week at Minnesota? At Minnesota. And Casey has the Thursday, Thursday night game. game. That concerns me. Not much time to prepare for Peyton. And also the fact that Peyton struggled so much. I feel like he's – I still – even though he looked terrible, I was like, I'm still waiting for him to just come out and throw for five touchdowns and 400 yards. You got a prediction for the score of that game? No, I mean – I do. I'm going to say maybe Kansas City wins 27-24. I say Kansas City wins 27-9. to 
Wow. Three field goals is all they get against that monster Super Bowl bound right. Kansas City look, Chiefs defense. I'm optimistic about their defense, but I have to see them do it against Denver, I'll be honest, because that's the team. That's their kryptonite. It's been for years now. You don't believe it until you believe it. Exactly. Okay. Fair it's enough. like, you know, just like you with, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Like, it was tough to believe they were going to beat Aaron Rodgers until they did beat him last year, right? I didn't think it was tough to beat him. Right, but it was. it's hard for most fans to believe that they were going to beat him until they actually do it, because they just never did. It's a game you always have questions about. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's our NFL talk. We'll be right back after three seconds of The Grateful Dead. And we got to talk about fantasy football right now. All hail your 1-0 teams in the Raisin Brent Fantasy League. Brent, uh, join me in celebration. Oh, Ray, Sam- I can't. I can't see you. Times. Come on. What is blocking my view of you? I, oh, it's my championship trophy. Oh, you brought you. Oh, it's my championship trophy. I are you really back there? Are you behind my trophy? I mean, it's a big trophy. Guys, what you have to understand here is that Brent lost his fantasy football week. Ray won his fantasy football week, taking a dominating one game lead on Brent in the standings. Brent <laughs> felt the urge. Here's what, here's what Brent is like the Dallas Cowboys. He brings his old, old trophy. Nobody cares about anymore uh, into the studio to remind me it is the current trophy. And I'm the current champion. Uh, and by the way, started, Ray, I, I'm glad that you're bragging about being the second lowest scoring team in the league. You only got to beat the guy in front of you, Brent. Yeah, you beat the trash of the league, Rafi's team. I like, I'm like the SEC. I didn't I, mean I to schedule, I look. I, I schedule cupcakes. Say, <laughs> I couldn't say. I shouldn't say that Rafi's team is trash. Rafi's team is garbage. Uh, I think Basura is Basura. the most appropriate word. Uh, Rafi's team, Rafi, if you're listening, shame on you. Auto drafted the whole thing. Auto draft. That's did, he what even you get. Set a, did he even set a lineup? Well, apparently he did because he started Chris Polk. He started Chris. Listen, guys. Right. Zero percent. If you look at the, it shows you how many percentage of people started Chris Polk. That's right. He started Chris Polk. Who was, the, is, was he trying to troll me? Like, oh, I'm going to start the third string running back because they're playing my Chiefs? Really? Did he really think that? And he did not just start Chris Polk. He started Devin Funches, Michigan's own. <laughs> Who cannot catch the ball in Carolina. I heard he got benched in the game for being terrible. Uh. So anyway, I'm 1-0, folks. I had good a, job, Ray. I had a congrats, slow week. Congrats on being 1-0. I had a couple of good performers on my team, but uh, who overall... Was, who, who stood out on your team? Who, who played well? So I had some pretty decent uh, weeks out of Andre Ellington, who went for over 12 points. Uh, my kicker, Brandon McManus, I picked him up off the, uh, the street. Andre Ellington, isn't he out now? He is, yeah. For how long? About three weeks. Okay, Brandon McManus, who I picked up off the streets after Caleb Sturgis got cut by the uh, Dolphins, went for 18 points. Jimmy Graham got me 11. And Ryan Tannehill started really bad, ended up getting me almost 13 points, which for the way this scoring works is, is good enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had Tom Brady and Matt Bryant. That's how bad my team performed, Ray. Tom Brady went off for 27, and Matt Bryant <laughs> had 17. That was my next best That's player. good. And Kansas City's D. If they wouldn't have given up those garbage touchdowns, would have had a really nice score. But they got, they got me eleven. But man, my team underachieved, and the Des Bryant got hurt, and Doug Martin didn't. They got behind thirty five, whatever. You're not right going to run the ball. That Doug Martin might look great this year, but not if he only gets eight carries a game. He looked great. They're down twenty one nothing at the he, end of every first the, quarter. He looked great in the first half, and then they couldn't run anymore. So. Yeah. Lamar Miller looked terrible in the first half and looked great in the second and half. And he came back in the second half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all the Dolphins looked terrible in the first half. Greg Olson, eleven yards. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for that. The big miss that I was mad about uh, that I've been telling everybody to go for, Steve Smith, mm-hmm. one catch for 13 yards. 
Denver, I thought, couldn't cover him, and he always torches uh, teams in uh, openers mm-hmm. in opening weeks. He always has big games. Well, nobody, nobody in that game anything. did anything on offense. I mean, it was embarrassing. Uh, and you know that, that last Monday night game? I know we already talked about it, but yeah, God, that was one of the ugliest games I've ever seen. That San Fran versus Minnesota. It was just like, uh, thankfully, I was doing an improv show at the time, and I was not right. able to see it. It was so ugly. Like the, the San Fran drives down. Gets a field goal blocked, run down to the twenty yard line. Then they miss a field goal, and then you know then they end up punting to the they punt to the Niners uh, later. And that guy, the rugby guy, I don't know what his Jared name. Hain. Jared Hayne. Jared Hayne, sure handed, fumbles on his first attempt. Yes. First attempt to catch it. He misplayed the ball. It actually landed about three feet in front of where he thought it would. Falls, rips right off his hands, right to a defender. It was just like the most unwatchable game, and then San Fran ends up scoring with like two minutes left in the first half or four minutes left, and then they kind of dominated from there on. But that first twenty-eight minutes was just like the ugliest. It's just be why is San Francisco even on a prime time game this year? Like I, nobody thinks they're going to be any good. I mean, they won. God bless I guess them. They wanted, but I guess they wanted to get, uh, get it Teddy, the way. Teddy Bridgewater in there. Yes, but I mean, Lions uh, Vikings would be a really interesting. Oh, what about <laughs> Monday night game? What about the team that just was on Hard Knocks? Like, look, if you had put Houston and Kansas City in that game, right? Then you got Jamal Charles, you got JJ Watt. I guess a lot of people want to see Adrian Peterson coming back, although he had a trash game too. Well, he had what, ten like carries, 30, 10 carries, thirty-one yards. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to welcome to your first round, worst first round pick, Adrian Peterson or Des Bryant? I got to ask a question. Uh, Adrian Peterson. You think? Because Des Bryant is only hurt. Not he's only playing. hurt for half the season. He, well, he's hurt. Uh, you know, Adrian Peterson's 31 years yeah, but old. Which now. one are you regretting more, though? Probably Des Bryant. Well, I guess if you're looking at. But, but that's because he got hurt. If he wasn't hurt, I wouldn't be regretting it. And you can't predict. He, you know. You can never predict injuries. Yeah. But you can only look back and get mad about them. Right, exactly. Real talk right there. So we're looking forward to uh, a week two coming on up right here for the Raisin Brent League. Brent, who you got? I'll tell you me first. I got Dino, the man who we named the Losers Trophy after. I got the scheduling. Gods love me this year. Had, I start with Rafi, and then I get David Noll, our intrepid producer. He got so unlucky. He lost by like two points. Lost by week. two points last week. And I hate to tell you, David, if you're listening at home, and I know you are, you are the producer, you're going to lose again right now. I will put, I'm calling my Babe Ruth shot. I will beat Dino this week. Are you, you're calling your shot on a, a t- the team that was last in the league last year. Yes, I am. Okay, well, that's a good way to call it, I guess. If you're going to call it, call it against the... Well, you don't want to call it when you could be wrong. Well, that's true. This also means, though, that if that's I do, true. if I blow this week, oh. that's double the trolling. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who do you got? I have not Riley's team. Not Riley's team put up a good effort in week one. They did. They did. They won. In fact, weren't they the ones that beat... Didn't they beat Dino? Uh, probably, yeah. I think they scored over 100 points, which for our league is saying something. So they they did not, not Riley's team. They not a strong output upon yeah. further review. I mean, they would have barely beat you, you know, and you were terrible. So. Uh, winner, yeah. you're you're missing. A win. I don't see any wings here, by the way, Brent. I was expecting to see you know a big why? platter of wings. If you had beat a a team that wasn't a trash team, I would have got you wings. Uh, but here's you beat the deal: the, tr- the trashiest trash team in the league, no wings. If well, first off, how dare you? Rafi is is a rarefied talent and totally deserves to be in this league. Yeah, he almost won the league last year, and and he didn't even pick his team. And weird how that works out. So we're going to talk for a sec for week two here for all you intrepid fantasy buffs out there. Uh, th- things we like about week two in fantasy we suggest, and then things we do not do not suggest at all in week two of fantasy. I'll start with what I like first. I got to tell you right now, you probably have some New Orleans Saints on your teams. Mark Ingram, Drew Brees, Marcus Colston, 
any of the uh, Benjamin Watson, any start every single New Orleans Saint that you have. They are at home. They are angry after losing week one to Arizona, and they play the hapless Jameis Winston-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a divisional game. I love their ability to put 31 or more points on the board this week, and somebody's going to have to get their points if they go ahead and do that. Well, Ray, you kind of stole my thunder because I thought that was kind of the obvious one. Like, I was going to say, start Drew Brees three times if you can. Yeah. Uh, I got to think that this week that Andrew Luck's going to rebound big time also. Okay, fair enough. He's got the Jets at home, but Oof. I don't think they – They yeah. got a good pass defense over there. But I think my biggest – I mean, they thing, made Johnny Manziel look bad. I think, you know, uh, I think also maybe start a lot of the Seahawks. this Like, Jimmy Graham should go off against the Green Bay Packers, I would think. You would think. I think that's going to be a high offensive game. I mean, the Rams just put on the road – Seattle's on the road again right now in Green Bay. The Rams just put 34 on them. Mm-hmm. The Rams. Yeah. Benny Cunningham, Nick Foles, Tavon Austin – not exactly a who's who of fantasy superstars. Yeah, but Jeff Fisher is a crafty coach, man. You know that. Jeff Fisher almost took those Titans to a Super Bowl championship. He almost did. It's true enough. Yeah. So how about one we don't like right now? I'm going to tell you right now, Peyton Manning. I'm done with Peyton Manning this entire <laughs> year. Going on the road to play Kansas City in, in front of the loudest football. Can I say it? Loudest football yes, fans. you can. In the history of the NFL. I think Peyton Manning is done. I wouldn't be surprised if halfway through the season, if they're struggling, uh, which they're already one and zero, so who knows, might not happen. But if they're struggling, if they're four and five, it might be time to usher in the Brock Osweiler era because I don't have any confidence in Peyton Manning at all. He looked bad at the end of last year. Doesn't look like he's gained a step since then. Yeah, and that means by proxy, I don't necessarily love Demarius Thomas or, or any of the other weapons over there. Uh, and, and all you guys who took C.J. Anderson in the first round, I tried warning you really hard not to. That is looking like a bust pick all over it right now. And we couldn't have it to a nicer guy, Ray, on a nicer team. Fair enough. So that, that's, my, uh, that's my bust. I just don't trust him. I stay away from him. If you have C.J. Anderson, see if you can get some value for him. Maybe like somebody who's a Broncos fan in your league. I, get, I get out from under that, dude. I kind of love that Cardinals D uh, going to Chicago. I do. I do. Yeah. Jay Cutler's going to throw multiple <laughs> interceptions. Although Matt Forte... A lot of people writing off Matt Forte before the season started. Ooh, he had a good game. He was the only good thing yeah. uh, uh, that I liked about Chicago yeah. in that game, and they hung in there. Jay Cutler's terrible, <laughs> but we already knew that. Matt Forte, still alive <laughs> until further notice. Yeah. Well, what do you think about your Lions against the Vikings this week, just as far as the game itself goes? I, I don't know enough about this Vikings defense. I watched with Sam. I didn't watch, but I watched uh, like the fourth quarter is all I saw of the San Francisco game by the time I got back from my show. And they looked like they were kind of doing whatever they wanted with Minnesota. And I think the Lions are going to get pissed off. I think this could be one where they absolutely, like, I don't want to say get reckless, but I think, like, air it out and really go for it. I mean, after working Calvin in for three catches in the entire game, all on the opening and closing drives, I think they're going to try to force feed the ball to Calvin, like, 13 times. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen in this game because I feel like just watching the first two games, the Lions should roll these guys. They should. They should, but... I also think the Vikings, they can't possibly be as bad as they... They're not. I mean, as bad as they looked. But Bridgewater, man, the, he just did not look good. Got to get some pressure on him. I mean, that's the key right there is I don't know if the Lions have the same kind of pass rush. That's the one thing. They didn't seem like they were blitzing as much as I was expecting look, against he, San Diego, he, and I he, think that's because they took their foot off the he gas. He looked bad when there wasn't pressure on him. So okay, Good. <laughs> the, I will tell you right now, Vikings always play the Lions And stuff. it looked like an unorganized team. Good. That was the thing. 
you know. Which is shocking. They might have looked worse than the Raiders, and the Raiders looked pretty bad. Jack Del Rio, Jack Del Rio was a disciplinarian, so I mean, Jack Del Rio was. He's going to get that team. He was. To- he was straight up. Uh, I'm embarrassed. He's going to get that team to eight and eight before you know it. <laughs> Not this season, though. Not this season, no. But uh, I think two years from now, we're looking at a very solidly mediocre Raiders team. You're welcome, Oakland fans. I think it's, Don't stab I think me, it's please. the curse of Oakland right now. They're just terrible no matter what, and I think Jack Del Rio will be out of there in two years because he's a smart guy. It's possible. And I hope he doesn't make them chop the wood because that didn't work out well in Jacksonville. Not for his kicker. <laughs> Keep mm. on chopping. Ow, my leg. <laughs> what happened? I chopped my leg with the axe. Oh. Yeah. In any case, we got to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead. Speaking of teams that resemble zombies near Los Angeles, mm-hmm. after three seconds of Dead Milkmen. Fear of the Walking Dead. Business is starting to pick up, Brent. It is. Week three, episode three, Finally, I should say. Payout. Well, some you know. Payout on our investment of watching. Character development, Ray. I and maybe I'm terrible. I have a hard time telling a few of the characters apart, like the two Ye- sons. Well, you're racist. Okay, well, so, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> the the two sons, though, it's like the druggy. I think I finally got a handle on it, but they both have like the same hairstyle, no, and no, they're no, both no, no. young. They're, they're easy to tell. The druggy. Here's how I describe him. Okay, that's young Benny from Benny and June. Okay, <laughs> you know you yeah. know what? You're not wrong. Yeah, that's young Johnny Depp, and then the other guy is it's not, not young him. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Problem of problem solved. Yeah. Crisis averted. Thanks, everybody. I mean, to be fair, they're half brothers, so right, right, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to look kind of similar, but like, I I usually have to use context to figure it out because I got a little bit lost as to who was with who and who I was, was like, hanging out with who. When is he going to start doing the Buster Keaton thing where he has the buns and he's doing the silent film thing with the forks and the buns like for Robert Benny Downey Jr. Benny Chatlin? and June? No, Benny and June. Oh, that too. No. Same bit. A lot for, of Benny and June. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. When's he going to start swinging through around the window? I'm not going to lie. Part of me thought uh, you were going to say young Benny Arthur. <laughs> and I was like, no, he looks nothing like young Benny Arthur. No. Nothing no, no, at no. all like young Benny Arthur. What is wrong with you, Brent? But that's not what you said. No. So we started. Young up- Benny Arthur looked like the, uh, the Asian zombie lady. Yes. I thought she. I was <laughs> like, oh, Benny's on. Clearly, that Asian lady is Benny Arthur. How exciting for him to get that role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drunk History, by the way, season three currently yes. airing, and you should all be watching it Wednesday nights on Comedy Central Hi, before Benny. we get in trouble with Benny. <laughs> we love Benny Arthur. Anyway, uh, this, so we start off, and those guys are holed up inside the barbershop. That would be the dad, the stepmom, and his and the ste- and the kid, first kid, first son. Yeah. And that's with the three barbershops. And where have we seen this guy from? The guy who plays the barber. Oh gosh. It's just a who's who of everybody, right? Predator two. Yeah. We just we just looked him up. Yeah. So uh, uh, his name's Ruben. I wanted you to be impressed that I said it, but I <laughs> yeah. didn't really. We looked it up. But it was a lie. <laughs> yeah. Now, what else do we know him from? Through the what Magic Red. He was in uh, all the movies, Mo Better Blues, uh, The Super. Uh, I believe he said Do the Right Thing. So all those movies from like the 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. He was working. Because I remember he, I seen the guy in a lot of things. He's great. He is that my favorite great. character on the show right now. I would say. Yeah, because he's the realist. He's like, you know what? We better start strapping up. Yep. We're going to teach you how to use the shotgun, kid. And then the dad is like, no, we don't need to shoot guns. Okay, dude. Okay, well, you're in a zombie movie. We've seen people eating these others, other, people eating each other's faces. And this is right after we had to blow that guy's... He blew his face off. He kept coming. Mm-hmm. And then he had to shoot him in the head a second time. Oh, well, then the dad's like, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> what world are you living in? And great, he, I don't, great conflict, though. Great characters going yes. against each other. Oh, I really, I'm really digging it. This is the episode I'd say that really hooked me. The first two, I was like, I don't know. This is the one. Like, what did I say before? Around episode four, we have to have the poop really hitting the fan. Yeah. Now we've got them under martial law. It's great that they're kind of trapped too, and they have the guy's current wife, or is it his girlfriend? It's his current wife, I believe. Current wife and his ex-wife. He refers to it as being in a house. She's kind of having to hang out. But I just, it's, it's really like you could see all the different personalities and viewpoints. And we have, and I would also like to say the dad, I'm still learning people's names, but the dad doesn't realize that his new wife murdered that uh, principal at the school yeah. when she went back to get the drugs that yeah. hadn't been confiscated yet. They haven't had that conversation yet. Because remember, the mom, the new mom, is absolutely on board with just being like, this is about us, nobody else. I'm not going to go out there and help my neighbor who got attacked by a zombie. I'm just going to lock the door and let's play Monopoly. I didn't understand. Let's play Monopoly. I didn't understand why the dad is saying, you know, let's get out of here. To me, it's like we don't know how widespread this is yet. No clue. To me, you make a run to the grocery store. You get a bunch of water and food, and you, and you hole up in your house. I, I, I don't mind that, except for the fact that uh, uh, he is talking about going to the desert, kind of away from everybody. A desert where there's no water. Well, you would probably bring water with you, but yes. Fair point. <laughs> I'm just saying you have running water still currently at your house that you can use. Well, the desert worked out really well for Vince Vaughn and True Detective. Oh. Uh. Then again, I could be wrong. But it worked out really, really well for half the characters on Breaking Bad. Oh. Worked out for Aladdin. Yeah. So be like Aladdin. So is the show hooking you as much as it's hooking me right uh, now? That was a great episode. Uh, now I'm in. Now I'm Before in. I was like, eh, it was fine. I'm going to watch it because it's only six episodes this season I know. Is that it? Yeah, okay. I believe so. Because uh, New Walking Dead comes back real soon. Very soon. Right? So we're just going to leap right from Coral. one to the other. Coral. There was a great there was a great moment I posted on my Facebook wall and it was just the scene from Walking Dead of him just like him finding uh, Rick finding out that uh, Coral shot his mom. Yeah. And then and him having the crying and the freaking out mm-hmm. and the falling on the ground and it just the caption just read when you find out your son's a Cowboys fan. No. Ray. No! Ray. Don't be a hater. How about them Cowboys? Wow. You heard it here first How about folks. Them Cowboys. Brent's on the Cowboys bandwagon. Oh, well, I picked them to win the division. I I don't know how much I like them after watching them this week, but they did win. Hey. And like you said, winning is half the battle. G.I. Joe. <laughs> um, so Fear the Walking Dead, what do we think is going to happen right now? It seems like they're going to be under wraps. There's going to be a lot of human drama that happens. Uh, I, I see some sort of daring midnight escape, though, even though the military has come in and is just straight up murdering fools in the street where they have to. Well, either that or they're going to actually see the, mer- the the military getting destroyed and being overrun, and then they're going to have to make the run for it. Because, uh, spoiler alert, we already know how this ends. The military doesn't win this. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless they won on the West Coast. You know what? Here's what could happen, Ray. The military takes control and just boards off uh, California, and they're in their own little safe place. We invite in Donald Trump, yeah. who builds a big wall, a zombie right. wall around right. California. He knows how to do it. Hey, speaking of which, did you see who's taking over uh, Donald Trump on the Celebrity Apprentice? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he lost his you job. Fired. He lost his job to an immigrant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you fired. <laughs> you did the bad job. <laughs> you know, instead of I don't saying like your face. But instead of saying you're fired, wouldn't his catchphrase just be, now you will get to the chopper and get out of here? <laughs> Is that how that would work? <laughs> you did the bad job. Get down. I'm. I mean, get down out of here because 
Ah, you're fired. Fine. <laughs> I tried to use a different catchphrase. Didn't work. Get out of here. Consider it a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> Consider that a divorce. Anyway. From this show. Anyway, so what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, 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 if you were going to make like a little bold prediction, I say they bust out of where they are before, you know, maybe not next episode, but episode five, they bust out and actually see like, because the world hasn't gone all to crap yet. There's still sections where everything is fairly normal. Their neighborhood things are fairly normal right now. Well, there's got to be a splitting up of the kind of the two families eventually because there's such a dichotomy in how they're, you know, well, the it already, process. It already was going to happen, kind of, yeah. except they all got shelled back in by the right. military, which was kind of a cool But I don't think thing. this makes them still, even now they're back together, forced together, they're still, I think one of them's going to break off. Kind of has to. Yeah. Some uh, We're going to see the death of at least half of these people before the season, right? Oh, yeah. I'm worried that we might... See the death of our guy that we just talked about that we that we liked the his wife who crushed her foot. Oh yeah, she's, she's gone. She can't run from zombies. She's gone. She's gone. Now, will will it be one of those things where he will he will have to choose? Like maybe somebody else will have to shoot her for him because he won't be able to do it. Even though he's the guy that's been saying, you know, look, you got to be tough about these things, right? You know what? That's an interesting character thought. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I would like to believe he could in the moment do it. Um, but you might be right. It maybe has more impact if and somebody maybe else the is other, doing it Maybe the other dad yep. has to do it. Yeah, I like that. And his wife was ready to bang the, uh, and then the she's next like, wait, I'm not a zombie. Boom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> new wife, who's already killed people, was about to take a hammer to the Asian woman next door. And she probably should have. Spoiler alert. Probably should have. She almost got that dude killed. Her husband. Uh, the, the next door neighbor husband who comes home from the business trip. He's like, honey, I'm home. Oh, give me a hug, you zombie you. Yeah. And then Boom. Um, SWAT and then, team you know, took her out. The ex-wife, who we who we know from you know, Orange is the New Black. That's right. Yeah, looking good. Yeah, she's. I mean, that's a great character too. I think you know because she kind of. It's just uh, someone to come in and mess up the. <laughs> like, I'll tell you, in in three episodes, and I'm still having trouble learning everybody. There's a lot of characters. To I don't know a lot of their names. Yeah, I don't know a lot of proven by by that. You know, they're not using them a lot. Right. I don't think. Well, I think the difference is too. We we actually read the comic book Walking Dead. Right. Yes. So we kind of knew some of the names of the people. I knew Carl was walking in the door. Right. You know, I knew who Rick Rick Grimes was. Rick James? No, Rick Grimes. I knew him walking in the door. Uh, here's the deal. If Rick James showed up in the Walking Dead world, that would be great. All bets are off. Yeah. <laughs> he will mess up your couch, though, <laughs> with his entrails. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd really like a lot of, like, they've already created a lot of good character interaction, a lot of, like, uh, two sides that are both shades of gray. There's no right. There's no wrong. There's just different approaches. And I yeah. really like where it seems like it's going to get paid off down the road. It looks like a franchise I plan to stay with. Oh, man, how about the Asian lady? Well, Benny. Benny's character. How about Benny? You know, she's trying to get through the fence. Uh, and I thought we kind of saw, too, the evolution of the zombies, like, because it was a brand new zombie, and then she seemed like she was getting hungry and started getting more aggressive. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's what's happening on Walking Dead, too, is, like, a lot of them are starving, so, <clears throat> so they have to really come after you for the food. Yeah. Anyway, her husband, who's on a business trip, apparently, yeah. comes home. They're like, no, don't <laughs> go in and then, But they still, like... Uh, do we do we help him? Yeah. Do we not? And new mom had to make a choice. She's like, "Oh, f, we'll help him." And she was almost too late. Yeah. That thinking almost killed him. If it wasn't for the helicopter, like finding the zombie ahead of time, right? And the SWAT team coming in and gunning her down. And also, props to that SWAT team member. One shot, one kill from a oh, distance yeah. with an assault rifle. Yeah. Like that was well. That makes me think. Like, how do these guys get beat by these zombies? Because they, they should have some some sharpshooters there. You know, because there's too many of them. Yes. And there's only so many bullets to go around. Hey, one shot, one kill. They should be able to do those things where they line up three zombies at the same time. Bop, bop, bop. 
Yeah. Yeah. Done. Anyway, we'll stick with it. We'll, we'll, we'll recap back next week, uh, episode four. We'll go all the way through this season, I think. Yeah. And then uh, New Walking Dead starts. We'll just careen we'll right into it. Roll right into it. I love it. All yeah. right, cool. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Rob Zombie. Now, we don't do a lot of uh, plugging of project, products and projects and all that kind of stuff on the show. We try to keep it pure for your listening pleasure. Yeah, but there is a housing project in downtown L.A. that we really like. We like it a lot, and we mm-hmm. think you should invest with you us. You guys should move in there. The Raisin Brandt Investing Plan. Yeah. R-N-B-I-P. R-N-B-I-P. Buy property there. Hot property, as people say. You will be expected to flip it within six months, though. Yes. And we will be taking a cut of that. It also may be infested with zombies. We also don't own this property. Yeah, we do not. But we expect a cut. But we like you to invest under false pretenses and then give us money. Yes. In and this the, fictional but then zombie if you get world. In trouble, yeah. You don't know you don't know where you heard this. You've never heard this podcast before in That's your life. That's right. No, anyway, plugging. So the thing we're actually gonna talk about <laughs> The HOA has a big New York HOA. Uh, my pilot that you know, yes. my buddy Zora wrote. Uh, Riley Smith. Riley Smith's in it. You know, uh, Sherry Terry, Horatio Sands. It's so funny. It's so funny. Paula Poundstone. All those people. It's already been and seen. More. It's been seen live here in Los Angeles already. Well, I was on vacation. I'm still bummed yeah. about it. I really um, wanted to go see it. And now, you know, we got into that NY, uh, the New York City television festival sounds good and so here's what happened the new york daily news did a did a thing where they said well we we there was three thousand entries 50 people 50 projects got in and we we watched all the trailers here's the five best trailers and who did they mention in those five uh, best trailers one of the five best trailers was the hoa, the HOA yeah, ladies and gentlemen right. you know why because it is that good it is funny so there's actually a bit of pub getting out there people starting to hear so, about man. it yeah and so if you live in the new york area i just keep saying pray Lord, when, when, Lord, when, when can it be my time? Uh, it could be it. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? Dream big. Wrong I you? remember that from like some, uh, what was it like, Clerks Two or or uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where where Ben Affleck is talking to Kevin Smith, and he's like, he's like, you just sit here with this loud mouth, and I know you're sitting in your head thinking. When, when, Lord, when, <laughs> when gonna be my time, right? And it's very applicable in this case. And then I was watching something the other day, right? I, then the other day I was watching that movie Glory, right? Glory, okay, cool. And one of the character said, "When, when, Lord, when, when's gonna be my time?" I was like, "Oh, that's funny that he quoted that movie." Kevin Smith, well, Ben Affleck in a Kevin Smith movie. Anyway, that's how I feel, Ray. Gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love it. So HOA, if you're HOA, 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 the HOA. It's in a, Espanol. It's yes. called the HOA. HOA. <laughs> so uh, if you're in the New York area, when is it playing in October? Uh, October twenty fourth. Yeah, October twenty fourth. So get out and see it. Support the HOA. Say hi to Brent and Zora. Yeah, and look it up on their website. The New York, uh, New York. So if you look it up online, it's uh, New York Television Festival. It's nytvf.com. And then uh, I believe the screenings are free. You just have to get tickets when they when they are released. And why would you not? Why would you not? What else is there to do in New York City other than go see Brent's project? Yeah. Boring town is all I'm trying to say. Or eat pizza. That's it. But eh. you could do that after or before and then go yeah. see it. Why not? How about this? Go to see the HOA. Say hi to Brent. He'll take you to pizza. I will. He will. I, will I guarantee he will. a slice of pizza that costs nearly $2. He will do it. Closer to $1. 
but still. Preferably. In fact, just some crust. You can yeah. eat his crust after he eats the rest of the pizza. I f- you know what? You might find it more fulfilling, too, to do something for someone else and buy me pizza. Oh, you know what? I take it all back. <laughs> buy Brent pizza after going to his pilot. My goodness. But yeah, October 24th, we just wanted to put out some words for that, and uh, otherwise, that's going to do it for the show. Yeah. So uh, we have uh, some uh, contact information we have to give. Uh, Are you, you can, sure? I don't know. It sound like you. Wow, I was really. Like un- you don't want to thank anyone. I was unclear. Thank you, Ray. I guess you're the only one who des- deserves kudos. Thanks, Ray. No, I didn't want no to say one anything, else. Thanks, but... Ray, and no one else. Good night, everybody. Gonna have to drag. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, you can tweet at the show at Ray Brent Podcast. You can tweet at me. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can email the show or check us out on Facebook, uh, Ray Brent Podcast at gmail.com or Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. Or hit us up at RayBrentPodcast.com and find show notes and that kind of good stuff right there. We have lots of people we need to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell, me some art. Best. Dude, did you see this the other day? Okay. Which is I, that? I geeked out, and I wasn't even in the picture. Okay. So Jordan Monsell was doing some show. Doing an art had, show. Where he had his art being displayed. And then he cool had a displays. picture of him with Guillermo del Toro. I did see that. Are you kidding me? Uh, Jordan Monsell gets to hang out with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And why, while he was talking we to him. We got to have him back on so we can touch Jordan Monsell. The hands that were close to Probably oh. shook hands with Guillermo del Toro. I thought you were going to say we should have Guillermo del Toro on the show. We could uh, we grill should. him about why, why Silent sh- Hills isn't happening. We should. Uh, I don't. I don't know that we have his contact information yet, right? Oh, I'm sure. But, Jordan, I'm sure Jordan has it. Oh yeah. Maybe they come in as I'm a package sure, deal. I'm sure if he gets one favor from Guillermo, it'll be him coming on our podcast. There it is. Assuredly, that's the one. Hey, thank you, everybody. So thanks to Jordan Monsell for getting Guillermo del Toro yeah. on the podcast. You're the I assume next week. <laughs> Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook, yes, or go to jordanmonsell.com. We have to thank our producer. Who also will be losing to me in fantasy football next week? David Knoll, the D producer. No wins. D no wins. Is that what it's telling right. him now? Well, hopefully we'll have D no wins after next week. Yeah, and if he doesn't, it'll be great and trolly for me next week. And we do have a new uh, losers trophy. We're gonna put it up on Ray Brent. Oh uh, yes, Facebook.com/slash Ray Brent Podcast. I don't even want to spoil what it is. You just want to go on there and look at it. Go to all our Facebook page. Gloriousness. Like the page. Uh, check that out and see it. And uh, otherwise, uh, that's all I got to thank. Anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, yeah, I don't think we mentioned this yet, so I guess we'll just mention it at the end. Oh, yeah, I would okay. like to thank the uh, New York Television Festival for hosting the <laughs> HOA. Oh, well, you know what? We didn't mention that yet, did we? I, you know what? No. The HOA at the New York Television Festival? Even if we did, worth another. Okay, well, the HOA pilot I was in is going to be at the New York Television Festival. HOA. That's October 24th, I heard. Yeah, the HOA is. That will be there then. The HOA. I'll be saying HOA out of here. HOA. Good night, everybody. Peace. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag